Welcome to the Not Old Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and this is episode number 489. Our show today is part of our Fitness Friday series, and it's another great one in our Fitness Friday programs. We'll be hearing from returning guest, Sabrina Joe. On the Fitness Friday program, we talk with Sabrina Joe about exercise and fitness. We all know that exercise is important, especially for our physical and mental health. Returning to exercise after an illness is often a very tough battle. And during our COVID-19 quarantine period, when we're cooped up, we've been without our gym, we need to be mindful of easing ourselves back into exercise again, particularly after our current coronavirus outbreak. COVID-19 has dramatically altered the landscape of exercise. Throughout this time, Sabrina Joe and the American Council on Exercise team have been hard at work to ensure that gyms, certified exercise professionals and health coaches and the public are equipped with timely information to stay safe and adjust to this new normal. Since gyms were forced to close back in March, many gyms have been returning with all kinds of new programs, running free classes via their websites, doing creative programs and all sorts of new innovative ways to keep their communities engaged. How's this working? We'll be talking with Sabrina Joe about that and more. I love speaking with Sabrina Joe, the American Council on Exercise Director of Science and Research Content because of her research orientation. Research, fact-based analysis, and outcomes orientation is critical to our Not Old Better Show audience. Please join me in welcoming back to the Not Old Better Show, Sabrina Joe. Sabrina Joe, great to talk to you. Good to connect again. And let me just say right out of the gate, hope you're well, hope your family's well, hope you're handling all of this social distancing and quarantining and everything that we're dealing with right now. I hope it's, hope it's going okay for you guys there. Yeah, yeah, we're all doing well. And uh, it's been a while since you and I got mm-hmm, together to mm-hmm. chat. Uh, and we're still here. We're still doing it. <laughs> we're still doing it. I know. Yeah, it, my, uh, my hat's off to you because I know ACE is really doing some great things. Of course, you are the director of science and research content there at ACE. ACE is focused on so many wonderful things, population health, uh, of course, issue advocacy, in addition to the science and research that that you work on. And I want to talk a little bit about, because of course, ACE has um, wonderful education components to it. And I want to talk a little bit about gyms today. I'm a gym guy. I love to exercise. I really do love to exercise and go to the gym. And I'm so grateful that my gym is open, you know, these days. Let's just jump right into this and talk a little bit about Ace's suggestions to be to be safe right now at your gym. What what is it that we should be looking out for, thinking about, and and even communicating a little bit? Yeah. So this is such a layered question. There's there's mm-hmm. so many interesting aspects to it. And I remember, Paul, when your gym opened back mm-hmm. up again, you were you were right in there. You were one of the mm-hmm. first adopters of going back in. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to applaud you and your efforts because <laughs> you know there's probably a good portion of people who just aren't comfortable doing that yet. Mm-hmm. I guess to to start off by answering your question, I would say that you know me being the director of science and research at ACE, of course I'm going to put the science and the evidence first. But one thing that we should know about science is that science provides us evidence that gets us incrementally closer to a more complete understanding. And right now, because of of the pandemic and the novel virus, 
there's so many things we don't know. So um, we can take the evidence that that's been gathered so far and make some decisions about how to go forward. And it, everything boils down to risk. And really, as an individual, what is your tolerance to risk? And of course, there are higher risk activities and then there are lower risk activities. And as an individual, what are you willing to do? How much risk are you willing to take on? Mm-hmm. And w- without being too overly vague, I mean, that that really will point you in the direction, your risk tolerance of, of what you're willing to do. So in terms of getting back into a gym and working out amongst the equipment, amongst other people, I would say that probably the number one thing that you can do to protect yourself and others is wear a face covering, mm-hmm. you know, wear that mask. And, and there's some challenges with that, mm-hmm. right? Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> because when you're really pushing yourself, exercising, wearing a mask is uncomfortable um, because it, you don't get quite as much oxygen in as you normally would. So that's something to consider. Evidence tells us that the virus is spread more likely, you know, in the air and in closed spaces. So if you can be in a gym that has great airflow, you know, maybe they've got the doors open or maybe even there's an exercise class outside. Mm -hmm. um, Those things really tend to lower the risk. But if you're around other people, the wearing the face covering, wearing the face mask is is probably one of the best ways to protect yourself and others. And so I know a lot of fitness facilities are adapting, they're pivoting, and they are taking on very specific measures to keep their membership safe and to keep their staff safe. So I would say if if you're in a facility that is following the CDC guidelines and making sure that there is physical distance between members and they are um, requiring face coverings, then I think the risk is, is probably pretty low. And so it's really your, your kind of your individual uh, tolerance for, for wearing a mask and being in a place where others are there that might also be breathing heavily. Um, and in how close tight is that space? Because the more space around you have, the less risk. You know, my heart goes out to these gyms because I think they're all working hard. They're doing this work with a smaller ratio of staff. I think they've got some policing they're even doing, you know, on a very regular basis, which is which is difficult. That's not necessarily their their jobs there. So what what kind and not to be confrontational here with with our gym uh, team and staff there, but. What kind of questions do you think we should be prepared to ask gym management about this this notion of safety and and practicing social distancing and even kind of insisting on wearing masks? We again, you know, we don't want to be confrontational because they're working hard, but there's some some messages that we can get across as even as members, and we can even express some of this to member to member communication. Yeah, I think a good question really would be to try to understand what their policies are. And I, I think that most facilities now are providing, you know, if, if not signage, maybe even just a handout, okay, these are all the things that we're doing to protect you. Mm-hmm. And first and foremost, I would say, you know, what, what kinds of things are you doing? 
to follow the CDC guidelines for protection against the COVID-19. And, you know, based on what they say, you can make some educated decisions about, you know, your risk tolerance and how safe you feel there. Um, you might also ask, how are they protecting their staff? Hmm. Because mm -hmm. that might tell you a lot about, you know, how, how they feel about public health in general. And also, are they, um, you mentioned that the number of staff is probably affected. They probably had mm -hmm. to reduce or limit the number of people in the building at one time. So, you know, just getting a good understanding of how they're protecting their staff. Are they allowing for um, different shift in schedule? Are they providing any type of personal protective equipment for the staff. And then, you know, there's, there's an issue around cleanliness in terms of shared use equipment and even water fountains or showers or what have you. And again, I think every facility is probably kind of crafting their own guidelines, but I would say that in terms of cleanliness, Probably the number one thing to look out for is does the gym just have at the ready for not only staff, but just everyone to use um, sanitizing wipes or sanitizer that can be sprayed. And then and then you as the member clean the equipment as well. So having readily ac ready access to sanitizer, clear access to being able to wash your hands frequently in the locker room, stuff like that maintaining their the supply of soap and you know running water and just you know how are they approaching those types of things for both the members and the staff yeah you know showering steam room locker room all those are um i think possible areas of concern there are also areas you know potentially to even avoid what's a recommendation about just skipping the locker room and skipping out on the steam room right now and just, you know, kind of getting in, getting out. It seems to be, I don't know, I, I'm kind of doing that, I have to admit. First, it probably depends on the size of the facility because typically in the smaller facilities, that means also that the the locker room or the restrooms are also pretty small. So mm. I, I would want to minimize my exposure to be in a small space with other people so, you know, as a general recommendation, how, how comfortable do you feel in a closed space next to someone? And my comfort levels, um, I'm not very comfortable with that. So I would probably skip that altogether. As I say, ACE is doing so much, American Council of Exercise is doing so much in this, in this area of COVID. And I noticed on the site a, a new specialist program available to um, ACE professionals, exercise professionals for orthopedic exercise, keeping us healthy as we age and, and keeping us pain-free and, and more mobile. Let's talk about exercise in the home, though. And we've kind of talked a little bit about this before. We don't really need fancy equipment. We can get a lot of this done in the home. And so maybe it's a, a good idea just as we're kind of shifting our showers to home, maybe we shift a little bit of our exercise routine. What does ACE recommend about kind of doing some of this at home, maybe doing some of it at the gym, kind of splitting things up a little bit? Yeah, I, I'd say any, you know, variety is always a good thing to incorporate. Um, if you have an access to a gym and you're comfortable doing that once or twice a week, like you just mentioned, there are things you can do at the gym that you 
can't really get at home. But I really, since February, haven't exercised in a gym at all. Mm. And I've been doing everything at home. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do think it's possible. Uh, We've got some great um, information on our website, like the top 25 at-home exercises or like uh, ACE's kickstart workout, a week by week, three month exercise program that you can do at home if you're if you're looking to start um, and you haven't been active for a while. And so we can do any type of resistance training, whether it's just with body weight or household items that can be done at home. And I really am a huge um, promoter of getting outside and walking. So Mm -hmm. if you live in a community um, or neighborhood that allows you the space, you know, to be safely, physically distant and, and get out and walk, I really can't recommend that enough. And I would say that now that the fall weather is starting to happen again, um, it's, it's a little bit more pleasant to be outside to do that kind of um, activity, walking, for example. And an interesting thing to keep in mind is that in the hot, humid heat of the summer, the older we get, the more difficult it is to actually regulate body temperature, especially in the heat. So for those of us who don't really enjoy being hot and humid and and working or exercising outside, the fall really presents a wonderful opportunity for us to get outdoors because it's a little cooler, it's a little less humid. And of course, at least where I live, the the leaves are turning. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) the being outside um, for a walk is just wonderful for fitness, but also psychological health um, that we really do seem to get a boost going out in nature. So I, I'm a big advocate of, of getting outside and walking if, if that is um, available to you. I couldn't agree more. And, and I, I definitely want to echo and emphasize to our audience the, the great ACE site. You guys don't need any promotion from me, but we'll put links up where our audience can find out more information about Sabrina Joe, as well as all of these various areas that uh, Sabrina Joe has mentioned along with ideas about how to, you know, properly exercise with a face covering, do all of that stuff. And uh, the ACE website is just complete with that. A great, a great COVID-19 um, resource. But um, Sabrina Joe, thanks for your time. It's great to connect with you again. And um, my best to you and your family. And we're going to stay in touch with you through this. We're, we will stick together and we'll stick it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, Paul. Great to talk with you again. Thank you. My thanks always to Sabrina Joe, the ACE Director of Science and Research Content, for joining us today. And my thanks to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Please keep your emails coming to me with show ideas, suggestions, and comments at info at notold-better.com. Remember, practice smart social distancing, be safe, be well, and talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody.